What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of The Good Rundown. On this week's episode, we are debriefing one of the craziest Formula One races that we've ever seen. I'm pretty sure the craziest race you've ever seen. The weekend that was at the Saudi GP. We'll be going into everything. Title ship, not title ship, World Drivers' Championship. Woo, the English has already hmm. gone. Like the race went. Um, the World Drivers' Championship. We'll be going into all the decisions made in the FIA, the McLaren versus Ferrari, Ocon, oh, the heartbreak, and telling you all about the latest Formula One news. Simi, what do you have to tell them? Yeah, guys, uh, make sure that you uh, keep it locked to our social media accounts. Give us a like, comment, and subscribe on this video. Let us know in the comments below what you think, what your thoughts were on this chaotic, <laughs> chaotic race weekend. Lots of thoughts that we're going to unpack today. So, yeah, make sure that um, you give us some love and also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating on Spotify, I mean, on Apple Podcasts, sorry. And yeah let's get into it right just before we get into it um we just we at the grid rundown want to extend our deepest condolences to um the williams family and the williams team for the loss of sir frank williams he was a legend and what he did for formula one and with the team was phenomenal and will never go um sport world is poor without him deepest condolences to the Williams family, especially Claire Williams for the loss of her father. Alrighty. From that note, on to the latest Formula One news of this week. Simi's got you covered. Simi, what's happening? Yeah, so at the moment, there isn't much for me. Right, so my thoughts on Quali um, is basically that I feel like Max was on the fly of a lap. I think that um, he was on a fly of a lap. You could see with uh, the free practice sessions that um, the Red Bull was pretty strong, especially mm -hmm, in the mm -hmm. first sector. So that's the, that's where their advantage was. And yeah. then um, Mercedes' straight line speed was phenomenal. So As always. It, you know, it was – we all knew that was going to happen. Um going into the circuit because most of it was just a straight sector two and sector three. So I knew like going in, I was like, okay, I don't want to say whose circuit this is because history in this particular season has proven that window. it could be a Merck circuit, but it, Red Bull ends up winning. And then uh, Merck ends up having more of an advantage at a more Red Bull. Um, yeah the strong circuit when we saw that in brazil as well so i think yeah quali max was on a fly of a lap i don't know how he ended up hitting the wall in the final turn but that was that really hurt him that yeah i think he was gonna get pulled for sure oh thousand out of doubt thousand percent but i listen, think also nelson mandela said nope no on my anniversary weekend but I think with Max, <laughs> I really think because he doesn't know the circuits, 
and you know post quali even during i think post uh free practice sessions post race a lot of the drivers were talking about the quality of the the circuit as well i think he just sort of lost a bit of control of the cars i think he was pushing it too much for a circuit that he doesn't know and lost control just in that in that last bit and that cost him uh you know but other than that i think he would have definitely taken pole from from Lewis Hamilton and that crash really changed the game. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't. Having looked at the race, I don't think that him taking pole would have made a difference. I still think Lewis Hamilton would have won that race, regardless. But yeah, yeah. Because just Mercedes looking at the pace, the pace of the Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. I, looking at the pace. And another thing is, I also feel like Red Bull set up. They set up the car for quali, and not necessarily the race. For the race. Um, that kind of played out because you could tell that during the race, like there was certain places where they were losing serious pace, especially near the end. Yeah. So definitely the pace yeah, dropped that was, off. Yeah, but quality was dramatic. My goodness. I think that it was, was a precursor to the craziness of Sunday. Quali was just yeah. like here's a oh. peak of the mess y'all gonna see on Sunday. And boy, yeah. did we see a mess. Yeah. Boy, did we see MS. And honestly, I also thought, like, yeah. And I also thought that, like, with, I thought, okay, so I knew going into, I said, because, like, we've been talking about the Jeta Circuit for the past two um, podcasts, right? And I was just like, yeah. there's going to be incident after incident. Listen, it's going to be insane. Like, this is the circuit where things get pretty, like, hectic. And, hectic, like, okay, yeah. yes, there was that whole Max thing where he bottled, um, pole completely but over and then obviously i think Charles crashed in uh in the free practice, uh, free practice, free practice, yeah. practice right and i was like okay these mm -hmm. are small incidents but once Charles has gotten his crash out of the way he's he's fine and you know like if if like the race is going to be okay did I you really so think so wrong. i thought the race was going to be a mess i was so because i saw okay but then also i saw the if the f2 crash with Fitpaldi yeah. and uh, what's the other guy's yeah. name? Theo something. I, Theo, yeah, yeah, but I they were taken to hospital. I thought. Yeah, no, Fitpaldi yeah, was in the hospital. That was hectic. Then I was yeah, like, it was mm. kind of a serious. I thought it was going to be more. Gonna, gonna, gonna. I saw. I think looking at Quali, I knew that race day we were in for a nonsense of a situation. Yeah. A morse. A morse. <laughs> I just think a morse. <laughs> you could just mm -mm. I just said oh no oh no 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 but I was not prepared for the severity of the mess that was messed that messed on Sunday it was yeah. just you know uh, it was just one chamors after chamors three chamors four chamors just absolute chaos absolute scenes I literally thought that race was going to finish at 2am I said I have a job I have to go to work tomorrow but I would have stayed out to watch. So yeah. essentially, I was complaining. No, a lot of people were like, no, because there was just yellow flag after yellow flag after yellow flag after yellow flag. But yeah. What was your like overview of the circuit going into it and seeing it? What was like your. I was like, oh my gosh, it's going to end in condolences. I was so worried. I won't even lie. I was so Not worried. That I'm not even lying. I was so worried somebody was going to get hurt. Um, and then, you know, Charles had a 
crash and I said, oh my gosh, here we go. And then yeah. Verstappen had his crash and I said, oh my gosh, race day. <laughs> so I went like, I was very worried about, I'm really glad that, you know, we got out of that race and nobody was seriously injured. Yeah. Because uh, I thought, oh my goodness, it's so tiny. This, you know, the corners are so tight. I was very, very worried. And I'm glad that, you know, yes, we had incidents, but nobody got seriously injured. Um, and as far as I understand, the boys from FP, the F2 boys that got injured as well are doing okay. So I'm just, I'm really glad that, you know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Uh, what yeah. did you think of the circuit? First, okay, first impressions. Okay, I love a good night circuit. I say, yeah, it's so pretty. Lights, they look great. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, night circuits just have that thing, you know? And then I kind of, you know, after like seeing, after like watching, uh, I think we practice two, I was like, okay, this is like watching the cars on the circuit felt very claustrophobic. Like it, the, it was so narrow. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was so <laughs> narrow. Um, yeah, it was so narrow. And the cars were very fast. Like, I feel like the track just, made like i knew quali was going to be hectic i said oh no 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 right? this is going to be a movie but yeah overall i think that the track is a bit dangerous like i'm not even gonna lie and mazipan also mazipan also said the same thing i don't know who else said um quite a few drivers came out and like Paris yeah Paris was, like, and was like no Paris no was no. right my god Paris was right. and then right. i knew like i, I knew going into it that safety car is going to come out like at some point and they worked over time did maybe they worked no, over they time. earned their salary they earned their salary Yo. they yeah but yeah, about was, cash yeah I don't, I, it's a very like it's a very advanced track i think because also turn 22 is just whipping their asses that's where the crash happened with f2 that's finishing the boys as well finishing the children Killing the youth, it, just, it, was, it was a lot. It was too narrow and just, oof. It's but yeah, small. the track was pretty cool. Um, it felt like part, there was lots of grip. But didn't yeah. it feel like they put a street circuit in Cape Town and said it's a two-way? Hey? Looking at that track, I said it felt like they put a street circuit in the middle of Cape Town and said it's a two-way. Because you know the yeah. Cape Town roads are like one centimeter wide and then they're like, no, yeah, it's just yeah. There's space for everyone, don't worry. I was like, no, it isn't. Very no. wild, but anyway. <laughs> like, I didn't even think, I didn't even think that there was going to be overtakes, honestly, but there was like Same. three DRS I said whoever takes pole is going to win, there's no space here. And, or I yeah, thought, I said, at least I thought that like, I was going to risk it. I said no one's gonna risk uh, overtake and then wake up in no no. But I did say I did think that the guys with more experience, so the, all like your Vettel's, your Alonso's, your um, your Lewis Hamilton's, the guys that have been driving longer might risk overtaking more. Just because I think, even though you haven't driven on a particular circuit before, I think the skill and the expertise those are transferable to any circuit that you're driving on. So I thought yeah. they would fare better at the overtaking business. But anyway. Let's move on to the race. The actual yes. nonsense that was race day. Chaos. The actual situation. So for those who didn't watch, I need you to press pause on this, watch the race and come back and press play. Don't forget to hit play back on the grid rundown because that race was absolutely chaotic. 
absolutely chaotic. I just, there are so many things the, to say. The thing is, yeah, the race started perfectly fine. Like, it was like, okay, Sem so we've got a, a Merck um, lockout in front. You've Beauty. got, I think it was it was Max, then uh, Leclerc, then Pierre, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. So, yes. lights out. I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be an easy one too for um, Merck because there's not a lot of opportunity to overtake. Overtake. Um, even though there are those DRS zones, I was still thinking, okay. And also, this is the first time Allure started properly and Valtteri actually came to the party for one yes, after Mexico. I yes, said, yo, thanks God, this that man is so actually driving. Perfect. They hit the block, they hit the defense, they said, no, we are Virgil van Dyke up in this, and yeah. they hit it. It All was the way up perfect. to turn one. Perfect. He, he Perfect. The car Clinical. And then I think also Charles kind of helped a bit on the side, but then you could you got Perez in the background in the back, back trying yeah. to kind of maximize on that. He almost hit Max. Then he had to fall almost, back. Yeah. Um, which was uh, that. that was really great I driving from Charles to hold that P4 position. Um yeah. but yeah, overall the start was really, really great. Um for great start. the first start and i was like this is easy starts. this is going to be another boring merc win easy stuff and then yeah. things got awkward and what is it lap 10 Mick goes straight into the wall yellow flag he crashed in a way ciao do you know it's so funny because i was watching that race and they didn't show Meg, so we don't we didn't know like for the first few seconds like what actually happened you just see safety yeah, kind of, we yeah. like okay what's going on everything's okay what are they doing and then they show Meg's crash and i was like oh my gosh i was so glad that he was okay and yeah. then i'm thinking immediately they're gonna call for a red flag because you can see that the safety barrier was broken uh Do you, wait i actually flag. wanted to ask you about that do you think that the yeah. red flag was um because first it was yellow flag, right? Justified. Yellow yeah, flag. But, yes. Behind the safety car, everyone's going slowly. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Uh, Merck pits on, I think they, they, pit, they pit for hards, right? They pit lures for hards. Yeah, hard. they pit for hards. I think Landon and Norris you know that also with pitted the as well. And hards, yeah. that is a match made in heaven. He can go till the end of the race. End of the race. And then yeah. I wanted to ask you, what did you think? Because did you see how it was like a, um, a yellow uh, yellow flag and then like, Five minutes later, Massey's it became like, a red flag. Nope, red flag. Personally, personally, I think that Massey should have called the red flag immediately. I agree yeah. that he should have. That barrier should have been fixed. Uh, just yes. looking at the damage of it, I think if they had left it, you know, the way that it was, if any other car hit that particular position, they would have gotten injured or seriously injured. But I yeah. think that looking at it from first impact, Michael Massey knew that that was a red flag. I feel like that red flag, they need to wait. Hey, allegedly, I'm not trying to be allegedly sued. I'm saying that. (laughs) (laughs) I think he should have called the red flag absolutely immediately. There was no reason for him to wait, especially after people had pitted. Yeah. Because people pitted under the impression that, okay, it's a yellow flag, it's a bad shop. Because for people that don't know, under a red flag, you are able to, uh, you can pit, you can do basically almost anything under a red flag, but you don't lose your position, you don't lose time. Whereas, you know, and I think that was way, an unfair advantage that other people were given. The way Lewis Hamilton was so pissed, pissed. he was fuming. Was, oh my goodness. He was, he was so, so but rightfully so. 
even and he's like, I know why they do this. To be fair, I think it's the timing, and that's another issue that we're gonna get that's to the with thing. the FIA. The timing. The timing, the communication, it's not making sense, brother. Sense. It's not. Lewis no, was so was mad that. James came down. Did you hear James on the because James? I've never heard James talking to Lewis like that. James was like, yeah. No, we can still no, make opportunities. I'm coming down run. to talk to you now. You know yeah. it was serious if James had to leave his seat to come talk to Lewis. Lewis was mad, but rightfully so. I think the FIA took far too long to call that red flag, especially because other people had pitted and lost time. So it yeah. was an unfair advantage that were given to other people. And I think and it benefited Red Bull a lot. Let me it just did. say the decision it benefited felt right Red Bull into tremendously. Red Bulls and I think that was a great opportunity for Red Bull to take advantage. Max stayed yeah. out in the domain. Um, yeah. And then the he would lead. change his tires. Yeah. He took the lead. He took the, and that was the he perfect. Was, then he, you see, that was like a free pit stop for him. And I was like, okay, he's he's wrapping up the championship here. <laughs> Bing, bang, bosh, I she's said, done. Mandela's not going to let it happen. I said, <laughs> Mandela, Mandela was like, not watch. on my watch. <laughs> That, not on my no, watch, babe. No, not no. on my watch. And then, but I won't yeah, lie. I did, so, I did. My, what did you think? Did you think that they should have called it sooner? Like the they flag, should have the first uh, called red the red flag. Yeah, I think sooner. immediately it should have been a red flag, yeah. especially because of how narrow the track is and how we were all well aware that this track was put together very quickly. Very just, it was like you just put this track together, Oaks. So I think. Um, I think he should have called it immediately instead of making it a yellow flag, especially because yeah. I think Mick's crash was pretty hectic. Not pretty hectic, but there was a lot of damage to, to the, barrier. the barriers. So he should have I called agree. it immediately. Because now we start looking at you suspect. like, And people are like, oh, no, this is... I, I was going off a bit on Twitter. I was like, this is this is giving rigged. It's looking rigged I right now. And they're trying know. to get one man to win this championship. You know, we said one night open when I'm sleeping. One, one night. night. <laughs> That's how and I was then, watching him through the race. So the yellow, so the red flag happens, and then they get back in the car, and then all of a sudden, Ocon is that like, right there. I, I love the way he capitalized on the opportunity. I, I absolutely Ocon. loved it. That, I was like, what? Is this Toto's We're gonna get boy? To Ocon. We're okay. gonna get. I said Toto's We're angel. We're gonna get there. Hey, I will Toto's boy. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And then, and then after that, um, was third, I think. Lewis was okay. third. So they had a Lewis was third, remember? Because what happened for those who didn't watch, they had a standing start. So they started over from the grid positions and then lights out and away we go. The, the, the first the, red the, flag. The yellow flag, red flag. Yeah, that went red flag. Oh, okay, yes. and, and then, then this is Ocon when came did, into second. Um, didn't Max, like, cut across the curb? He did, as always. That's because Lewis had to back out to defend him. That's how Ocon took the position, to defend against hitting themselves. That's the first time it happened. It oh, happened more yes, than yes, once, yes. Okay, dear yes. listener. Yeah, yeah, I know that. More than yeah, once, so dear then... listener. More than once. So this is this is the first incident where he then cr uh, cuts across the I, you know we actually need to unpack max for a solid second man i don't know oh, we need to what he was thinking his driving on sunday absolutely dangerous absolutely dangerous 
it was giving i'm crumbling under pressure and i need to win he was giving and he was going about it like i feel like that was like illegal driving like there's just it it was just crazy and it, i can't believe he's he's a very talented driver but i can't believe you're resorting to all of these tactics even martin brando called him out hey. said, i can't believe he's 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 resorting he's he's um resorting he to this Hey, Martin Brando released a column. He wrote a whole article that's how yes. disappointed Martin Brando. It came out like, today. Yeah, like why is he? Because now he's like jeopardizing his own racecraft, you know. Yeah. And like, but how many? There were so many incidents. Like he's gotten. What did he get? Like four, five reprimands, penalties. Yeah, it was like penalties. The turn one incident. The turn twenties. What? What? Lap thirty-seven incident. Incident. It was the brake testing. Testing incident and he was like but for me it's also he took forever to give back the position they said give I back the position like, i think he went like four laps before like trying to give it back and then he's like oh, i'm giving it back no you weren't what was that break testing situation even felipe Massi, when they did the post race was like nah i think that driving is absolutely absolutely uncalled for i think it comes down to two things. One, I don't believe that he believes that he's a great driver because if you believe in your abilities, you wouldn't be doing all of that to win. Two, I think that the FIA gave him a license to misbehave by not reprimanding previous behaviors. So now he thinks it's like a child that you let misbehave. Then all of a sudden, you know, you let them be misbehave in your house, in your house. Now they're terrorizing the whole community and then you want to now... Uh, pretend like it's not your fault and it is because you didn't reprimand them the first time they acted out exactly. because it's Brazil should have been a situation there's so many races we can pull out Silverstone, there's so many races of absolutely absolutely uncultural behavior that that's exactly happen. my thing is Max is a terrorist on the track right and yes sometimes mm. the rough driving is fun to look at but when you start driving the way he was driving on on sunday he's doing himself a massive disservice and 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 this is because of his lack of accountability which is largely Mm -hmm. on the fia and for not holding him accountable for those actions and not giving him penalties in brazil and in other situations so he thinks he can he thinks he can get away from it and then it's also his team now that 100%. is coddling this behavior so it ends up with this monster of a driver and i think if anything and if he loses this championship you? he compromised it himself because really if you think about it max has never yielded if you look at silverstone and the silverstone incident max yes. um that was his fault i feel like if had max given um that uh, given um Lewis that corner he's he would have wrapped up the championship a long time ago but he didn't and that's on him that's what I'm saying if he loses this championship it's because of his driving and that's on him and another thing I feel like is you can tell that the the way he I don't know if this is his personality or it's the fact that he hasn't um Max hasn't didn't have any I think we spoke about it last week on the podcast but he has no junior um experience experience. and you can tell those things that he's been doing so it's for me it's like but then at the same time i'm like but the driving on sunday was very intentional like the brake testing to cause a collision damage um lewis hamilton's rear wing the front rear wing yeah 
you know, because I saw, I read today that um, Toto, I think, said that that rear wing damage actually cost him four tenths of a second. So yeah. let me tell you, that pace was pacing. But my thing also with, with you know, <coughs> not Max Angel's trying to kill me. I'm joking. I think that, you know, so I, I was, <laughs> there's this one guy on Twitter, which is so interesting for me. I think it's the shift that has now happened. And I, that's how I think, you know, Max crossed too many lines on this past Sunday. He's been a Max Verstappen fan continuously since the season started. He's been like, oh, that Max boy, that Max boy. On Sunday's race, though, however, this person on Twitter, he was furious. And you watch the tweet decline and all of a sudden it's like, what is this boy doing? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And they said, and I saw this sentiment happen a lot. Like, no, after today, I'm convinced that this boy doesn't deserve to win the championship, nor is he ready for the weight of that responsibility. And I a thousand percent agree. I think on last week's yeah. podcast, I said, you know, if he wanted, he would have deserved it. This time, I actually don't agree. I don't think that, I think even if he wins it, I can't say that I think he deserves to have won it. He's the right role model to have won it. That he put in because if Lewis doesn't yield, Max doesn't yield. And Max for won't me, yield. it's a dangerous piece of There's cleaner ways of going at it. There's cleaner ways of, of defensive driving. And you can tell because Lewis Hamilton, I'm not saying Lewis is a saint because he's had his moments, you know? Definitely. And that's has. the thing. So has at everyone. Least with Lewis Hamilton, he can, you know, take responsibility for that. But with, um, Max, like even afterwards, like the tweet, uh, he, he posted saying he doesn't agree with stuff. And then when they voted him driver of the day, he was like, at least these people know what driving is. If that's what you know. think driving is. We're in for a dangerous it. time. The thing is, people are risking, like drivers are risking their lives, getting into cars um, and giving us entertainment every single week. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Every single race weekend. Let me say that, brother. And for you to come around and just do whatever you want on the track and think it's okay and then make yourself the victim. It's like, I just think he's really compromising himself. That's the nicest way I can put it. But he is compromising himself by constantly driving like this, whether it's crumbling under pressure, whether it's just being a menace. I, I just constantly driving over the limit is, is is doing yourself a disservice more than anything else because right now I don't think he's even racing to win the championship. And no, I think he's racing. This so is Lewis someone who win. says that he doesn't care. He's like, if I don't win, I'm not going to have sleepless nights. Then why are you driving like that? Of course he's he cares. And there's nothing wrong with caring. That's my thing. I, I think anyone would be a fool to not care, especially being as close as he is. Of yeah. course you can. There's nothing wrong. And yeah. like everyone cares. Even Lewis, as much as he has his seven, he definitely cares about the race on Sunday because no yeah. one, you know, everyone starts Formula One when they're very, very young. I don't think you're four, six, putting all these years in just to be, to never have won a championship. And yeah. I think him downplaying it is only doing himself a disservice. Like admit it to yourself that this matters to you. Reconcile yourself with that possibility of the fact that yes, you might win it, what that means, or no, you might not win it and what that means. And then talk the yeah. rest up to the game and move on. For me, exactly. I just think that the, my issue with everything is a dangerous precedent that the FIA is setting because at the end of the day, I say this all the time, Lewis Hamilton will retire. Probably, in the, I think that two-year contract he signed as Merck might be his very last. Everything that 
you know, as much as maybe you're trying to slow down a particular driver, when he leaves, all of these things that you've allowed will continue yeah. to be in the sport. Mm. and you don't want things to end up because Formula 1 is very dangerous we don't want to see things ending up in condolences or anything like that so that's my two cents I don't know if I would like to see Max lift that trophy come Abu Dhabi just given the whole season I I would actually sooner rather see Sebastian Vettel rise from the ashes somehow and win Anyway, Lando, any not even Lando, he <laughs> some ugly things after the race. I'm not him. Yeah. I'd rather see Gunter lift the trophy personally on Sunday. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. we'll see what happens. But poor form from Max. And the worst part is, horrific. you know, he's still trying to explain himself and saying that, no, this is real driving. When, like, even what? the, the te- uh, telemetry says that, he was driving over the limit that he actually was brake testing and all of that even that 10 second time penalty do you agree with that by the way the 10 second time penalty they gave him for brake testing lewis hamilton oh no i don't because it meant nothing after the race he still kept his position i agree it it really didn't do anything and that's another issue with the fia is that uh, how can you have four because what was it? It was the illegal overtake. It was the brake testing. Mm-hmm. It was the incident at turn one. Um, then there was another incident that was kind of similar to Spa 2008. Yeah. When he cut across the curb. Um, those four separate incidents in one race. And you're only going to give him for one a 10, 10 second penalty for like one of them. And for me, it's just, it's, it's, it, it, it's, I feel like not, I don't want like not a race ban or anything, but I think they should have been. I actually thought it should have been. I think (laughs) it should have been a race ban because if Lewis was a lesser driver, that could have been a very serious incident. Yes. It's the danger of it. If Lewis drove the way Max drove, he would not be given the same race. They would be articles. They would be smear campaigns. And that's the thing. That's like, he's getting away with a lot. That's why he thinks he's not doing anything wrong. You know, and you could tell, like, even after the race, Lewis just looked so tired because you're constantly <gasps> trying to drive by to survive with your um rival. And I think also one survive. thing you said um about it, like being a race ban and stuff like that. I I think uh, Masi came out and said that um it was supposed to be like a black or white flag or something like that was one of the things that he did on the track and for me it's like if you knew that Dude. and if you say you're supposed to why was it not that that's why was thing. it that's why i think like i know that this title fight is very like important and to who know, that's it, my thing it, it's, it's entertaining. very entertaining for all of us you know um but at the same time the rules are the rules the regulations are the regulations why are they there are you doing this for netflix is this the netflix effect like who is this because my thing is this even if the argument is that max is in a championship fight so you can't race ban him max knows he's in the championship fight so if he does things that jeopardize that he should know there's a consequences to his actions that would have been his own fault that's my thing so you can't be thinking for someone being like i know in the championship fight you can't ban them they also know they're in the championship fight that if i add up you know what i mean we all know there's consequences to our actions so if that was a race ban that would have been on him and he would have mm-hmm. had to live with that decision. Same way Lando is going to have to live with not coming in when they called him in and he lost his first win. You chalk it up to the game and you move on. 
that yeah. should have been a race ban, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it actually should have because brake twisting is extremely it's dangerous driving, and we're all aware of it. If it was, didn't they take driver, away Sebastian Vettel? But hey? do you remember when Sebastian Vettel did a similar thing to Lewis Hamilton, and did it, they had a disciplinary inquiry and everything they against Sebastian had a Vettel? Hearing, didn't they? Like he had to. Yes, they had a hearing. Yeah, and I think they took away his points. Why not the same thing now? That's what but I'm saying. I don't Sebastian, know. Man. Why is Sebastian Vettel is just. Hey, yeah, yeah. Charlie Whiteson no, would be upset. And but my her. thing is, yes, Mercedes had the pace, right? I think they had the pace. They had a lot more of an advantage than Red Bull on this track. But there were so many different opportunities for Red Bull and Max at that to um, maximize and try and gain advantages, especially in Sector 1. Um, and there's so many ways that he could have won this the right way because if i feel like if the roles were reversed and lewis hamilton was in the position that max is right now where he's uh fighting lewis i think lewis could have won the right way with the right mentality and i don't think max has that um a lot a lot like i thought like after quota i i said you know what you can see he's kind of maturing now you can see even after mexico i was like okay you can see he's kind of maturing now you can see he's not <laughs> your face <laughs> I didn't buy for a second. I didn't buy No, but I genuinely thought, second. okay, you know what? He's got a cool head. He's tapping into something he hasn't, but he's just he's just not. And another scary thing is they're going to Abu Dhabi now. They're in Abu Dhabi. Uh, You're telling me, like, basically, if Max uh uh crashes and DNFs um Lewis, he still wins. I think Toto needs to take that trophy and throw it in the ocean. If that so, happens, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sonali, I'm taking the trophy. No, and because and no, and the thing is, I wouldn't. The, the thing is, I think a lot of people, like I've been even seeing on Twitter, people are speculating that if this is the race where they collide seriously, it's Abu Dhabi because Max has nothing to lose in this race. And clearly, but my thing is, the FIA died. has That's been very wishy washy. So, the, and, you, and the thing is, they're under pressure to crown a world champion, you know. So, I and think my thing is, it can be either Lewis. My thing is this one. People talk about Max has nothing to lose. He really does. He has his life to lose, and so is his Lewis Hamilton. Like, with, yeah. I think people don't actually understand how fast these cars are actually going and the seriousness of the impact. It was just last year when Romish Grosjean almost burned to death in front of our eyes from she a crash. To death, and he didn't even hit anyone else as far as, like, yeah. he almost died. And we saw that happening, and everyone was horrified. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that happened. And then before that, not too long ago, Jules Bianchi, similar. When Senna passed away, yeah. similar thing. Racing is so dangerous. Yeah. And now people are wishing for a crash as if other people's children aren't, their entire lives aren't in danger. That's my thing. Like we saw, um, like there's been so many incidents. I really think that at the end of the day, this is a very dangerous sport. And to be wishing for a crash is very, 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 very witchcraft behavior. And y'all need to check your hearts if that is you. Because first, yeah. you don't know how severe the crash is going to be. You know, you don't want to... Why would you wish for a crash as if other people's kids can't die if it gets really bad? Like, they're going at, like, what, 330 kilometers per hour. Yeah. And then you want them to crash. As if, like, Max has nothing to lose. Yes, he does. He can lose his life. It, 
Lewis no, but also life. the crash can also severely inconvenience the other that, drivers, and that's how you can yes. tell like there's a lot of selfish thinking. Yeah, like why would you? I wish don't know. For that? I don't want to light up Max's pack, but uh, you're not giving. You're not again. making it easy, babe. You're not no, making it easy. I think you need to fix your heart if you're looking for a crash. Fix your like, heart. I'll light it up. Fix your heart. Guys. Fix your heart. That's an ugly. It's an awful you're thing sick. to wish for. Sick. It's very sick. It's very twisted because you don't know what can happen. And the thing is, then you get Horner afterwards, who then goes on and says, who goes on, and that's another thing. You're coddling your driver. You're talking about how the the only racing that happened is in sector one because it's got the corners. The rest of the track is a straight. So. Um, anyone but can country, drive in a straight line. Your, your driver can't. First of That's all, in 20, he completely bottled it. And then during the race, he did, like, also, when you're supposed to give someone back their position, you aren't you supposed to move out of the way? He was smack bang in the middle of the circuit. He said, Find And then remember, he the gave back the position in a DRS zone so that he can just quickly do an overtake. <laughs> that, yes. the north remembers yeah. my brother the north remembers and that was another very problematic thing is that i don't know if you saw when the fia didn't communicate properly about giving back the position yeah. and i think yeah. that's what caused the collision as well yeah because yeah. I, like ron from mercedes was going off at massey and and the thing I'm... is we got to talk about massey that nigga mm, i'm about to lot up your pack nigga Oh, he made me so mad because he was only um talking like very like calm to and he does this a lot. Like he has these romantic conversations with Red Bull, and then everybody mm. else on the grid, he's hardcore. Hard, yeah. And because like Ron was like, you didn't even tell us. You you're supposed to communicate that with us first before you communicated with Red Bull. Yeah. No. The bias is showing, and it's, it's very disappointing. Are you ashamed of yourself? Do you know what's so funny? I think this people don't understand legacies, and that you know, at the end of the day, whether or not you like him, at the end of the day, the stats are the things that will tell you. Lewis Hamilton is already the greatest driver of all time because no driver in the seventy-year history of Formula One has one hundred and three wins or and one hundred and three poles. Yeah, and real talk, you know, Max is never going to reach that. I'm going to tell you right now, he's been in Formula 1 for seven years. I look, You know, it's just reality. I don't think Max Verstappen will win more than even five. I think five Can will I be honest? a lot. About something? Should I say what, this now or you... after? Let me say it say after. It. I'll say it after Take your heart. We already Please remind people. me. They already said they have ugly hearts. Say it already. What more can we say? We said we have a zero AMB. I just feel like, because if you look at Red Bull, right, they've been bringing upgrades to every single including race. this like one they bought, up, they bought upgrades to this race <laughs> they bought upgrades i think under the car and i was just like you guys can't say no like okay horner clearly needs to win this for himself but max is saying yeah. no i don't blah, blah 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 like there's the communication is off what do you guys want number one number two you're bringing upgrades to almost every race and you haven't wrapped up the championship and then after that, you go and then push the narrative and say that Mercedes had the foster car. And we know very much that Mercedes yeah, has they've been driving a that car because of the low rake um, regulations and uh, the floor regulations. We know these things. So don't say that. You should hold yourself accountable for not creating a championship winning car. For example, the Merc for me personally does a lot better in um, 
clean air, right? And mm-hmm. that's how you know that they're like, because, you know, they're always in front. Yeah. They, um, they, I feel like they're personally making a car with the intention to win instead of yeah. beating everyone. They want to be in front. They want to have pole position. They yeah. want to end up on the podium on Sunday. And you can tell that with the Merc, with how they focus and with the engineering, we saw with how they've maximized on their straight line speed by stalling the diffuser. And then you're going to come here and go on and on about absolute nonsense. And it, it, it's like, hold yourself accountable. What have you done that has caused you not to to win the check? Because if Lewis was in Max's position, you haven't, we all know that championship would have wrapped, wrapped up in Turkey or in Hungary. Wrapped in Silverstone, or... I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Red Bull, let's be honest, Red Bull made a very good car this year. I think this was the first time they in made a long a time that Red Bull car. actually came to the party and I think made they actually a car that to win was competitive. I think okay, they sorry? deserve the constructors. I think they deserve the constructors championship. I think they have Red- the best car on the grid at the moment. Yeah, Red Bull. No, I don't. I don't. Let me tell you why. Because of Perez. I think if any if anyone cost them the constructors, it's Perez. And this weekend it showed again. I but feel like eesh. Perez is nowhere to be but found. Perez he was crashed. lost in the pack, and then he had that collision with Charles Leclerc. Well, it's not like Charles yeah. Leclerc clipped him. Which caused what the Clips second y- uh, yellow flag, right? Which became flag, a flag. Yeah, second yellow flag. I that was a very dramatic moment because it was him and Charles, looked... and then Charles drives past and goes, "You know, I don't think Checo saw me there." I said, "Dude, you were wrong." Yeah, I saw... <laughs> <gasps> and Charles then you've got Mazipin, who also collided with Russell by literally yeah. by I think the fifteenth or sixteenth lap. There was four cars out. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. Literally. And then Yuki's car was, his brakes were on fire. Because... Sorry? No, carry on. What you say? Oh, no, I was no, saying on. I don't think that they deserve the constructors because of Perez. And I like, and also they didn't prioritize Perez until they gave him that um, the contract for next year, I think. And that's when he started Place. meshing well with the car and they tried to make a car that served him. Um, outside of that, I I really don't think that they deserve the constructors at all for that case. I think they were very, from the beginning, looking to only make sure that Max wins the championship and Checo helps him. And yeah, yeah, I think Merck deserve it more because Valtteri has been on it. He scored so many points this season. He's had a brilliant season so far. And they still um, literally I know it I think the lineup is packed every now and then, but overall I, I genuinely that. think that um if they Maybe lose if... out on the if, if Lewis loses out on the uh, drivers championship that they just uh, you see deserve the hate but I think they've worked harder for the constructors than Red Bull has. I think yeah. Red Bull only started prioritizing the constructors when they saw that they had a chance for it. Yeah, because it comes back. I honestly think the one thing I always refer back to the podcast, the the good whatever podcast, um, and what Nico was saying about it coming down to mentality. And I I think you're seeing it happen now in this championship. That you know, because he always and on that podcast I say this all the time, but he talks about how it actually the one thing that it takes to be a championship driver is a mentality thing, and you have to mentally stay strong and we're seeing the cracks happen in that other guy's camp and hopefully 
that you know the universe pushes back against the ugly energy for y'all wishing for a crash i will never forgive that the north will always remember the north will and always remember I, that y'all said yeah. that yeah yeah it's this man guys it's such an ugly thing it hurts it upsets me because it's such a dirty thing to say it's like the name is this google what that means yeah and also i just feel like yeah no i don't think mm -mm. and also this weekend they got compromised very badly with everything that's happening they pitted Perez. he ended up in eighth then it was the spinning like he just had a stinker on race day and i don't feel like they prioritized him they never do. It's so sad. I just need a one-two for Merck for, for Quali. I think VP just needs to be in the middle of Verstappen and uh, Lewis Hamilton. In Abu Dhabi. I think that's the only thing that we need. Yeah, in Abu Dhabi. I think VP must just be there in the middle. When Max says left, you know, Magati 1, VP is like 2, Keva, Ubotini. Magati 3, AT4, Bozayami. Literally, I think Mac, I think VP needs to be in the, like, pitted right in the middle of that situation continuously all the way until the end regardless of who takes pole i think vp yeah. is their second yeah can i just say for abu dhabi i really love to see the ferrari boys but we'll get there we'll get to the ferrari boys but yeah because I, 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 I was like i'm seeing at least and when char char was like fourth starting fourth i was like yep yep you're gonna we're gonna see one of the marinella boys know. on that podium so, but anyway, we've yeah. spoken so much about the championship fight and the mess. Yeah. But Lewis Hamilton went on to want to win the race. For those of you that may not know, haha. <laughs> um, yeah, can I just say right. my closing thoughts on this quickly? I know we've spoken about it, but I'm going to say that even if the pressure is on, race clean. It will, you have so much to lose at this particular point in time. And example, your life because. Mercedes, like Lewis, had such a cool head. That was he was calm. Yeah. He was in it, but, but you could just tell he was getting annoyed. You could just tell he was getting annoyed because it was just too much. But yeah, that was all I had to say. But for me, it's the change. Uh, in a shocking lot of driving Pierce Morgan even. Can I just say, Pierce Morgan, yeah. who absolutely loathes Lewis Hamilton, has said ugly things about Lewis Hamilton. Came out and said, "Max, you're doing nonsense." I said, "Not Pierce Morgan siding with Lewis Hamilton." That's how bad things have gotten. Where Pierce Morgan is even like he called, I think Lewis uh, Max was up on a boy and was like, "What is this boy doing?" That's when you I know you've no crossed far too many ways. lines. I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I would see the day, but here the day is. The day has death. But yeah, no. The day I agree with a big Pierre Mo- Pierre Mo- Pierce Morgan. Sorry, I was like, oh no, this is what not what I signed up for today. It's the end of days. Yeah, moving right along, we have to talk moving about the right Marinello along. boys. I've already spoken about them. My favorite, my favorite, one of my favorite drivers, other than Valtteri Bottas, um, is in the half of the Marinello boys. Saints, yeah. what quality? I, I think, in compa- can I be honest? Going into this weekend, I said we're seeing one of those boys on the on the podium, podium. somehow because so? Ferrari has um. Ferrari has had the pace, you know. They They've had, had the, the pace. pace. I think this weekend in particular, they had the pace. Yes, Charles. I was very worried about Charles after um, FP2 because I was like, oh, my God, these, these that, engineers yeah. are going to be working overnight and these mechanics are going to be working overnight to put this car together. And 
we we've seen the history of how horrible that has gone um but uh, i really like then i was like okay i'm gonna put all my faith in in color saints because that man will never disappoint me i don't carlos, know what happened and then yeah i just i don't know i think he another thing that compromised them this weekend in particular was um the whole yellow flag thing like Shaw kept his position really well he kept four and i was like okay fourth is great and especially that would help them solidify their like um the Lead. thing uh, their third place in the constructors because mclaren baby they're out of the fight but pumile they outside they're they just, down outside the ring what they're not even in the ring this, they literally after Monza, it really like I you know we joked about this stadium. last week, but it's it's getting hectic. Like they're just not coming to the party. They left the ring. It, they're not even inside the stadium. They're in the parking. But they're in the parking. <laughs> but even Norris, I saw Norris was tried. You know he did he did he did really well in quali, but then ended up in fourteenth. He was up at like fourteenth at some point in the yeah in the race. In the and race, I was like. Chilled. what is this what the hell is going on baby but danny danny rick i think finished p5 if i'm not mistaken he, he started outside of the points but he finished p5 p6 i'm like no p6 was gasly man. p7 i think p7 p7 p5 who is p5 so, yeah. uh paris no uh, no not paris. no paris didn't finish um p3 was p4 was ocon yeah maybe it was him you know what i don't know i feel like it was danny rick but i might be wrong so i'm sorry but yeah <sighs> i think it helps That's... keep things exciting with the ferrari versus mclaren war but yeah um who is it as i read somewhere that Mattia bonato is um he said that they're turning up the engines for abu dabs i said we're up baby <laughs> he said we want i do think the season finale spectacle I said exactly that, Matia. They're going to get third. They are. So they I are think I think that the Ferrari boys are going to go into Abu Dhabi with the upper hand. Uh, McLaren, I think they've just they wrapped it up after Monday. They said, we've done enough. We gave you the first, the one and only one tour of the season. That's it. You know, we got to wrap it up. What What's that, what's that uh, video? Of, that offset one with of, Migos. Um, Migos and Joe Biden. Like, Thank you, you so much. I had fun. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was McLaren. That was McLaren after Monza. They said, "Thank you so much. I had fun." Thank you so and much for coming. Because, I want to shout out because so I who do you think is gonna take the third? Do you think it's gonna be Ferrari? Mac Ferrari. Ferrari. Not a dog. Ferrari. As a team, I wish there was an award show at the end of this thing where, like, who most improved in terms of team Ferrari, thousand percent. I think as a team oh, overall, yes. in terms of this, yeah. ability to improve, ability to, they are probably one of the most solid teams. I think for this particular season, it goes to Ferrari in terms of yeah. like consistency, in terms of continuously pushing themselves. They must have an award for that just after constructors, whatever they must call it something. But I think that goes to Ferrari. They're definitely taking third. Usain's mm. Anazi, what happened this weekend? And I think they, they deserve it. They all need to put it down. thousand percent. And I think they're going to make sure that they come out on top of the toppest tops, on top 
um, in Abu Dhabi, definitely. McLaren already, like you said, after Monza, they said, you know, that genie went back in the bottle. Yeah, Pela Indaba. After Sochi, especially for Lando, I don't see them coming back to make a comeback in this final race. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to end it off with them, one of them on the podium. But I, I, I doubt. Yes. But oh it would be God. very helpful. Yes. It would be, and I would like it to be Sainz. Because I saw a stat that said I think he scored the most points in a season without a race win or something on yeah, one of the F1 pages. Which is so tragic. Yeah. But that boy is going to be a championship. He's going to be terrorizing. He's the highest scoring. He's the highest uh, point scorer. It's like the yeah. highest uh, uh, streak. Yeah. Max is worried about the wrong driver. That's all I want to say. For Sainz is gonna be there for the next 10 Focus. years with you when Lewis is at home with Roscoe and me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I feel like um I feel like uh Carlos was I think Carlos overall has been overlooked his whole career. Taking it back to the Tarasso days, Renault. He was at Renault then. Yeah, it was Renault. He was at Renault, but I think but yeah, I think I'm wrong. I think Mateo's he can adapt season. to a champion, well, a championship-winning car or a car that can, can uh, is a championship contender very, very, very well. Whether Let's that's a Ferrari, a McLaren, Mercedes, or a Red Bull, I think that I would even if uh, he's warming up that seat for Mick, where he ends up after this season is going to still be really good for him. After his time at Ferrari, I mean, it's still going to be, it's going to be very good for him. And I think he's going to do amazing. I think he's... Love him. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt, at least one or two championships. I a thousand percent agree. I'd love to see one him at Merck with Pierre Gasly. Him and Gasly at Merck, the future, yeah. of, the future of Mercedes. Yeah. Take oh, it from me. Him and Gasly the future of Mercedes. Dangerous. It would, would end the game. No, they would. You know how people are sick. They would run the Mercedes street. right now. Mercedes. They would be sicker. Oh my goodness. They would have to, literally, they'd have to create yeah. a separate insurance, the F one insurance, yeah. just I to think... cover their health alignments <laughs> ailments. <laughs> no, they're gonna get I'm sick. They, uh, I think that would be a really but i think we have to we can't not talk about alpine <laughs> Our favorite boyki, oh my gosh. Listen. Esteban, Esteban boy. beautiful, beautiful boy. I was so sad for him, I won't lie. Did but you see, did you hear his onboard? Please go watch his onboard when Valtteri takes over. He cast, he even banged the, the, the he steering wheel. He was having such a meltdown. No. Obviously, I'm meltdown because... on Instagram. Dude, I'm so gassed. <laughs> I was so gassed because, okay, Valtteri did a really great job. I think we forgot to talk about that, but Valtteri did a really great job maximizing. And they literally waiting for the moment. Ocon, right, literally at the end of the the race. He said, I'll take that from you. And I knew it. I saw it. I saw it coming because, like, the, the Alpine has no 
the pair they have isn't no place there. in comparison to me. So I knew that was gonna happen after he had um passed Danny Ray. But I was so devastated. I said, No, Ocon. Mm. I know, so sad you for him. I, thought, I think uh... Ocon took he took advantage of the situation really well. The way he popped up in third, and I was like, How did you get it? Same when they ran the replay, because I was I like, said, what, oh, is that? In third. what is that? What, what is, is that? that? No, because that was crazy. That was mad. So insane. And I think that was such a brilliant, brilliant move on his part. Even holding on to the lead for so long, because he held on for the entire race, basically. The entire race to hold on to that position for that long. No, him as in, I said take the lead, but in the for P3. Because Valtteri took it like the very last second. He held it for the most of the race. It's like all that work. All that work. Because it wasn't oh, easy, way. let's be honest. It's not easy I holding could, on to it. It's not easy. Especially yeah, with Danny Rick behind you and Valtteri Bottas. Literally, Valtteri coming. Hard. And it's, 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 it's a pretty challenging track, but he did it, and then it was just taken out of his hands. But also I great know. for him in, the, in terms of points, in terms of the constructors. They are, yeah. um, Alpine is definitely in the top five. Um, yeah, and they, I think yeah. the past two weeks, I mean, last week we saw Fernando on the podium. This week we also yeah, saw Esteban. The They've done really well, you know, the past two weeks. And kudos to them. Excuse me, it would be nice they to have. see them in the top five again, heading into Abu Dhabi. They have. I think that, I th- that's, that's what I'm telling you now. I need to, I'm putting in more money and investing my stocks in Esteban Ocon because I need to see that you man behind the car. Where would you I like need... to see him go? If you could pick hey? any team, where would, you, where would you like to see him go? If you could pick any team, not Mercedes, because that's already Carlos saying. McLaren. They kind of. I think we always say McLaren. I need him. Yeah, who should right be? by Lando. I need. I think Lando is going to choke a bit with Esteban there because let me tell Ooh. you something. Esteban you is a Danny very Rick talented driver. Go. go back to his. Did S3 you say days. Danny Rick needs that... to go? Listen. You stop. You see Esteban Ocon, Saints. You're sleeping on these boys. So I'm watching them. I'm watching them. You know, you know when when Doctor Uma goes, we need to talk about this. Talk about this. We need to talk about this. Talk about we need this. to talk about Esteban Ocon. That He's so man. good. So For me talented. personally, he was driver of the day. He was my superstar of the day. Love. I think he took it. Like he's just. You know what? sensational from him sensational i know i just know that cyril was at home very proud i know cyril probably shed a tear i know he called him after i know cyril called him and said my boy what a beautiful thing that you did today i'm sorry they took it from you i was sad for him but i was very happy for vulture you know that's my man and i'm mistaken i know that's your man and you won't stick right no you know what but has really put in the work this weekend he really really you can tell even though he's for a moment there, I did even say on the podcast that he has been checked out for most of the season after the whole George Russell thing is coming to Merck, blah, blah, blah. I felt like, nah, yeah. he's not in it anymore because he knows he's got a multi-year deal next year. He's not interested. He was completely locked in, even with... Um, he I said, think he keep my name out of your mouth. At some point, he was... Oof, I don't know, yeah. but he fell back in, 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 the, in positions. He recovered and he secured that podium. So... I would like to again apologize to Bottas for my remarks after Mexico. I was angry 
Those are not my tweets. She's not her tweets. She's not her tweets. You did (laughs) sensational, my darling. He didn't mean anything. More of this this weekend. But she's and I think Urkan, you know, no, but also I think weekend. that the Al, the Alpine um does a lot better in uh cooler conditions. I agree, yeah. And I think you know um and with like they, the evening races it's a lot cooler cuz if you see how they were how competitive they were in um what was this Qatar. If yeah. you see that then you could talk, but I think oh, they've, they've, they've created a really good policy. But also, on the topic of Alpine, I want to talk about Fernando Alonso, who was all the way back in 14th place and decided to pit <laughs> for, for soft. soft just <laughs> so he could take fastest lap off Lewis. I said, are you not embarrassed? Are you not ashamed of yourself? How embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? I also, I, when I heard that, I was ashamed like, of yourself. this level of, no, de- but, this is absolutely no, you need to something, hey? deranged behavior. Pambele, it's because it's giving absolutely deranged. It's giving Joe from you because hi, beauty. <laughs> it's so deranged. It's absolutely unhinged. I just, I don't know. No, but my it's thing giving... is, you're not in the title fight. You're not in the title fight. Why are you trying to take fastest lap? And then you fail. Do you know how embarrassing That's you look? And Lewis was you on hards. <laughs> Lewis was on hards and he didn't even try it with the stuff. My thing is, why did why did they let him pit? Like, what is going on at Alpine in terms of his race engineering? No, because allowing what that are you playing at here? Because what is how is going on? No, like that thing was so so embarrassing for the team. For For Fernando, you're a two-time world championship. You're respected in Formula One. And you're gonna like the thing is it's not illegal what he did, but it's it's just dumb. And then you don't the worst part, you're all the way in 14th place. You're at the back. You're not even in the points. You're still trying to get fastest lap. If you but isn't mind it that... your business, old man. If you don't mind your business, old man. It's so tragic. Whatever Lewis that... did to him, may he no, be but it's like it's giving PTSD. On. It's giving get over it. Like, what is wrong with you? Get out. That was some weird. That was weird. It's actually so crazy. It's absolutely like he basically is minding his business. Kimi Raikkonen is minding his business. Here Kimi, you are, a, a lancel of F1, trying to get a fastest lap Lewis, who, mind you, has a like a damaged front rear, right? And was and on he's still getting and still lap. couldn't. My thing is, it's giving standing across the dock, looking at the green light, and throwing lavish parties, hoping Lewis walks in every I'm day. Screaming. It's I'm <laughs> twenty thousand, hoping Lewis <laughs> <eventually> comes. <laughs> no, but that was very weird. Uh, Ooh, it was so weird. That made me. I think that made me angry. Him and Lando. Can we just add? Can I? I know we've gone past this. I saw a video today about the things that Lando Norris was saying. Lewis Hamilton has been nothing but nice to Lando. He's always encouraging him, even on the post, maybe behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm shy and we don't know. And if that is the case, tell us so that we can stand <laughs> up for you, my boy. 
maybe we're on the wrong side of I don't want to be on the wrong side of history. Tell your side. Yeah. Lando was talking about how um um essentially how masks can take clothes out without incurring any sort of penalty or getting into trouble. That is very ugly yeah. behavior. Fix your heart, Lando. Not after we sat on this here podcast, on this land, and defended you and spoke out about you. And your mental health help. and everything. You Resources. Yes, we, we lit up so your pack. Nice. That were after Sochi, we lit up your pack because why didn't you pit for interest? What were you doing? That was embarrassing. Stuff. But we were nice. That irrespective We were of surrounding that, you. We have been how could rooting you? for Lando. But he was being absolute. Honestly, the McLaren boys this weekend were very, very embarrassing because it was Lando literally telling Max, "No, they won't penalize you if you." What did he say? Forty-four. If you do, he said, said Max. I know if you hear me, Max. He said Max. You'll know what I mean, Lando. I have never in my life yelled at a boy the way I'm about to yell at you. <laughs> I was rooting for you. We were rooting for you. We were rooting for you. (laughs) Your grandmother went I'd like to buy you a bikini. How could you? (laughs) Honestly, I'm so (laughs) Basically, what I was saying is that, like, the the McLaren boys in general have had a very, very embarrassing weekend in that, well, first of all, let's start with the fact that they haven't been finishing in the points. Well, some of the one of them has, one of them hasn't. Okay, let's start there. Secondly, this was a very embarrassing weekend for them because um, Lando went basically. There's that whole clip of him saying how I'm talking to Max about well, speaking to Max um, through the media to say this is how you can crash into Lewis Hamilton without necessarily um, getting um, a penalty and my thing or push him off. He basically said he must he must uh, push him off the the track, which for me is like if that's the only way you guys are gonna drive, then like what are you doing? And then on top of that, I don't know if you saw that other clip of Danny Rick. Danny, um, I don't watch the news. Where he was like talking about when they asked him about the human rights issues um, in the places that they race, in particular Saudi Arabia, where we do know that there's a lot of human rights issues, especially towards women and children yeah. and we saw with uh Vettel and Lewis Hamilton speaking out on those issues and him then coming around and saying I don't watch the news because it, it there's too much drama um etc etc how embarrassing that is. as a driver and as a grown adult you are 31 32 years old I don't know how old he is I forgot but you are 32 years old and you're 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 going on about human rights issues and current affairs being too dramatic for you what, a what disappointment. are you doing what disappointment is but not surprised disappointed no, but not surprised they're very embarrassing i don't know what the deal is with mclaren like i've been rooting for mclaren this whole season i think i've said it on the podcast but i'm not gonna lie right now my blood is red my blood All is i'm saying marinello is- uh, I I'll can't back. get behind the papayas at the moment because whatever they're doing is very, very embarrassing on the track, off the track, their behavior. Yeah. And Lando came out and said it was a joke. Jokes are supposed oh, to be funny. <laughs> Literally. Who laughed at that? 
and not even joking when we when we laughed at Sochi, we were just joking. You know what? <laughs> you missed your first win. It's a joke. But do you see? Love. Do you know what really frustrates me is how a lot yeah. of these drivers get away with this type of behavior, and it's like Very the one that drive on the grid that can never say stuff like that because it's so I mean, out of pocket, and that's the only time people become aware. I it's also think like. Man. It's gross. I think you have to be a certain type of person to be even making jokes like that. That shit's not funny. Especially uh, because you, this is such a dangerous you know, sport and you're making jokes I, about DNA. And you know what that the hell is wrong because with you're you? driving. Why would you... Like, that's my thing. It's not a funny joke because his face was even smirking and people will come out like, oh, he's young, he's young, he's young. He's young, so bloody ass. Okay? So bloody hot man. He's not that young. If he's grown no, he's enough to young. be driving in that Formula One car, he's grown enough to understand the consequences of a crash. Let's start there. He was there yeah. when Roman Grosjean was burning. He was watching that live. Yeah. You know, so I I really, when um they all were there, when Anton Hubert passed away from his accident, is... they saw that crash. They saw how dangerous that was. That was his peer, somebody that he grew up with. Why would you want yeah. to see a crash? Once again, Lando, I have never in my life yelled at a boy like this but learn from this very disappointing mm. very disappointing very, very disappointing Zach Brown and I was rooting for him I really was I really like, was we were rooting for you we were rooting for you we were rooting for you and we take that all back I no longer feel bad for you and so she I don't feel bad at all yeah I don't feel bad I'm rooting yeah. for the Ferrari boys specifically since because your behavior, learn Shocking. from this. Gross. Learn from this. It's all I'll say. <laughs> Embarrassing. Embarrassing. I think... But moving on to oh, yes, another yeah, disappointment. FIA. Shocking. FIA. I'm shocked, doll. What's going on at home? I was disgusted. What I just, no, because you know, what was that? Shame. That was a disaster class, you know. If anything, Michael Massey needs to go. Okay, you've got to dip on niggas because I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what, like, just in terms so of awful. the communication with teams. What were you on? What was Michael Massey on? It's not the first time also. Shai Pindoms. Shai Pindoms. It's not the first time. Shai Pindoms. too many moments. There's been I... far too many moments where um, where uh, Michael Massey has made just horrible decisions. I don't know if the job is above him. He's he's not... I, 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 I don't know. Like it was that... The job. Yeah, mm. like if you like if you think about spa and how that was handled and just so many other incidents, and then he comes out and says, um, no, I'm I, I, I can only suggest to teams I don't make the final decision. Obviously, I get that the stewards are the ones that can kind of kind of make those demands and make the final decisions when it comes to that. But if you clearly see that Max sucks at wheel to wheel, we all know that. We're gonna be very honest. He's you he can't drive, you know. You can clearly see what he was doing on the track. He was supposed to get a penalty in Brazil. Here, you come in, you're deca-decking. We're so confused. The teams are confused. You're 
you're contributing to the drama. He you know is. what I mean? And then on top and of that, he goes and negotiates with Red Bull for uh, their penalty. He's like, my offer to you guys is uh, second possession. I said, Massey, you're on live television, babe. Do you know that? I said, Massey, you are the cameras. on live television. Jessica, we're live. Doing? Jessica, See, we're live. See, that for me was insane. We said I could Jessica? not believe it. I was like, how are Red Bull negotiating? And then they're like, we'll come back to you. Let's go. And then Jonathan Wheatley goes, they talk. I said, what are we, what, like, what, like, what is this? I said, Formula Jessica, one? Like, what's going on? We're alive. That's, I, I, I don't, you know, my whole <laughs> thing is that you always, as a person, you must have pride in the things that you do. Yeah. You know, even let's say maybe you don't like a job. You still mm. have to produce quality work because that's your name at the end of the day. Yeah. So maybe let's say he's, it's a, I mean, it is a tough season. I appreciate that maybe the job isn't easy, mm-hmm. but you know, life isn't easy, but we're here, we're doing it. Now yeah. I do your bit. It's very, very, very disappointing to see because that's the, because the FIA doesn't just regulate Formula One, for those of you who don't know. There's other junior yeah. leagues behind it. There's Formula Four, Formula Three, Formula Two. There's the, the GA. There's so many things. And everything filters down. Because remember, there are younger drivers that are looking up wanting to get into Formula One. If you allow certain things, and I'm a 14-year-old junior driver, I'm thinking, okay, sharp. If the FIA says it's fine in Formula One to break this, then I can continue that behavior. If it's okay for me to run my opponent through the track, it's setting really ugly and bad precedents that are going to be having a long-lasting effect in the sport of Formula One. This goes beyond Lewis Hamilton. And I think that that message just isn't clicking to mm. the wider audience or whatever it is that's going on. I'm not saying Michael Massey's biased. I don't know that man, but I'm saying it's very giving much biasism, ness And you just need to do better. Like Landra, yeah. I have never in my life yelled at a boy like I'm about to yell at you. Learn from this. Honestly, I I just at the end of the season, go back and introspect. Go back and watch the whole season. Watch Drive to Survive. See how you portrayed then. See if you're really happy with what you want your legacy in Formula One to be. Because it goes beyond yeah. Max. Max will one day 100%. retire. It goes beyond Lewis Hamilton who will one day retire. It goes beyond Christian Horner yeah. who will one day retired or be retired from his position. It goes beyond all of that. Who do you want to be? What do you want the FIA to be as an organization? What is the message that you're sending out to junior drivers and to drivers that are currently on the track? That's all that I have to say to you. Introspect. Go into the bush and weep. Mm. And come back. You know, speak life into... Dig a hole in your garden and speak life into that hole. Speak life into that hole. I'm joking. But no, <laughs> really, you need to... <laughs> speak life into that hole because what if your salvation depends on it i think it does honestly <laughs> honestly i michael messi i don't no, know at the end of the season <laughs> speak life into that hole because your salvation might depend on it really really <laughs> I it is not giving what it's supposed to give. I'm on my money. No, he's no. actually a very embarrassing human being. The way he's so good. Yeah, okay, 
If I wore glasses, I'd take them off because let me tell you, I've seen enough. Wait, to kitty boni, call me bona. Cause me bona. This season has put us through. I am so happy that we're nearing the it's end. It's coming to an end. This is the last week. Oh my god! You know, I um, want to, and I'm turning off all the commentary. I don't want to see thing pieces at the end of the race. I don't want to see anything. Are you not oh, even color? I'm completely not going to be on Twitter. Because I'm I'm telling you, the the state of Formula One Twitter after Sunday, I'm scared. uh -uh. It's a big melting moment. Meltdown after meltdown. Like, it's just going to be, irregardless of the outcome. I don't want to see it. It's been such a long season, guys. I don't even know how we're still here. They've put me through it. And my comments, you'll pay for your crimes. We really even put through yeah, it this season. I'm not gonna lie. There's been so much Ooh. drama, but we've been gonna we're gonna discuss that in our end of season. Right yeah, now. so we're still gonna do a deep breath because we you we're know we love guys. Yet, baby. No, we're not. Yeah, but yeah. what are your parting your parting words? Is it parting words? I think that's the right English. My parting so, words. Yeah. Whoa, is that the right I English? Think about that for a moment. I, I think Max needs to do better. I think that uh, Merck could be is, is is I think they've sorted out their issues, hopefully. And Yay! I think that we're in for a very interesting race on both sides for um Abu Dhabi and also because there's changes to the track now um mm. with Abu Dhabi. I think it's gonna be very interesting. Um I'm praying there's no DNF on either side. Let's just give I it mean the Brazilian space of... race until the end. But I doubt it. Um, I don't know if you saw the 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 media day list. It came out today. Max no, and Lewis were put together, no. and um, Horner and Toto were put together as well. And I was like, oh, oh. this is giving Netflix now. Like you don't you don't have to do. They're all doing of that. it on purpose. I like, do think know, though, they think life that... is a movie. Horner and Chris, Horner and Christian, Horner and Toto, when they're together. I feel like the even Max, when he's in front of Lewis, the energy is not the same. The things he's been saying in front of you doesn't say in front of him. He, he doesn't. doesn't. And it's like, say to says him, what, on the radio. Or name names and keep like it on the playground. Exactly. Say it to him, my face. Like, don't be leaving the press room and then telling me that I was speaking. Talk to me when Lewis around, he wants to don't be, be using with the jokes. Exactly. He wants yeah. to be making jokes when Lewis is around. And it's like, what cognizant but yeah, I think as... also just in closing from my side, I don't, I don't have any predictions, and I think that's been the best thing for me personally mm. in terms of injuries. I have not yeah. had any predictions for any race since I think since since when since Mexico, since <laughs> Mexico we really down bad. I've just been like, you know what? I don't want to think. I want to. I don't want to perceive anything. I'm just going to watch and see what happens. What I would like to see in the race is Ferrari doing some... They're turning up those engines. I want to see those engines turned up, babe. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, outside of that, 
I'm good. And yeah, I would say my driver of the day, my driver of this weekend, besides Lewis Hamilton, who I think did an uh, outstanding job trying to avoid collision and getting fastest lap and winning the race with a broken front rear, um, Esteban Ocon is right up there with him. It's a double for me. And my bozo of the day has to be Fernando Alonso <laughs> alongside the best team, Max Verstappen. Snacks. So yeah, that's 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 my those are my final parting words for this episode. What are yours? Who's your superstar of the day, your bozo of the day? My passing birds is that I just hope both teams have. I hope everyone has fun on Sunday. <laughs> it's the final school outing of the year. And you guys must go hard. Don't forget to drink your energies and your electrolytes and feel up to have energy for the race. Honestly, I don't want to think about it too much because every time I do, you're my heart, she starts pulsating. Yeah. And I can feel it in my heart. I can feel my heart beating in my eyeball. And I think my eyes are going to pull out. So I really Big hope time. everyone has a good time. I hope everyone yeah. has fun. I hope the fans that are attending have a great time as well. Yeah. Uh, my superstar definitely Esteban Ocon, you beautiful, beautiful thing. You just gorgeous thing. My of the week um my disappointment of the week it has to be the fia i just think a lot of the calls that were made were extremely extremely and un- not uncalled for but they could have been a lot better and i genuinely mean it when i say that this goes beyond you know jokes and law it's all fun we and games up, but that was we don't want anything to end in tears yeah it's all fun and games so someone gets very seriously injured and i don't want that to happen and yeah. my other failure of the week is everyone who's wishing for a crash. Like I said, the missing is and I hope you know that. Because yeah, like, that's all that mm. I have to say. But yeah, I hope everyone has fun. I really, really do. Yeah, I hope everyone uh, has an amazing time. time. Have fun, guys. Really, I hope that's their parents it. are really proud of them. I hope their parents watch and they are proud of them that they make their parents proud. That I have all. to say. Yeah, I have to say, just, you know, jokes aside, I think that for both Max and Lewis, they're going to come out of this season having learned a lot about themselves. I think yeah. Lewis, you know, he's fighting for his eighth. He has, he could possibly um, uh, break a very serious Ooh, record. I don't even want to think about it. Week, because you know, he's a, little a black like, man doing that. And then his child. I think that for I Max... Well, with Lewis, I think he, he's he's learned a lot. He's learned patience. I think he's learned resilience. I think mm. with Max, he has learned a lot this season in terms of cooling his head. I think just experience-wise. You think so? that he can, irrespective of you whether he so? wins or loses, he's going to walk away, I pray, a better driver. And he can look back on the season and look at his, reflect... <laughs> He can reflect. You see when you did speak into the hole, reflect into the hole, get back. And I think, I think, yeah, I'm not, I'm going to leave it there for now, but I will, I'll say what I'll say after 
I I don't think anyone is reflecting and you can see it by the actions that happened this past weekend in Saudi. There's no reflection. There's been no growth. There's, There's been... no growth. Yeah, I'm trying. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's really not giving me on. anything. He's not giving me anything to work with. And then people, you, you know, know, the people are going to be like, oh no, you guys are biased, what, what, what. And it's like, he's no, what, like, no. he's really not giving us anything to work with at this point though you know Yo, eh, eh. It's, it's, it's always the case it's like when Verstappen is wrong you're biased that's like if he's wrong he's wrong irrespective of where those that's my is. thing no you know? I mm-mm. and the growth I really I was with you before we wrap up I, I think Mexico I think I even said that like you can see the growth you can see that he yeah, yeah yeah and I think in Mexico he really kind. did you can see really, the progression really I think in Mexico he really did believe that he could win but anytime it's a threatening situation and the thing is threatened the thing that he claims to not care about is threatened then you see an acting yeah. up and that for me shows a regression and not a growth thing jackie stewart was right when he said max has been growing up for a very long time and he hasn't seen the growth happen jackie and they the way yeah. they were dragging jackie stewart and jackie stewart mm-hmm. spoke the truth felipe massey post race was also there's a lot of people who come out post this race at saudi and have said the behavior that was exhibited on Sunday is absolutely, absolutely dangerous and should never happen again. People that yeah. have raised Damien Hilbanin, you can list them. So, yeah. you know, but it's fine. Weird too. You know, like I really the, the lens at which he's going safe, to win this is just, it's a bit yeah. shameful. It's too much. But Niben Seifi, we want everyone on the bus from the bus. They must then then count all the kids. from the That's all that I want. That's all that I want to see post race. No one must get hurt. No one must get injured. Yeah, that's, that's, and no one I must think cry. that's what everybody's worry is right now. And the fact that it's more so on the fact that uh, it's more so Max. Uh, smashing into or pushing Lewis off the thing because uh, like me personally I think right now the straight line speed of the Mercedes irrespective of where they are they can still recover quite well um Red Bull very very dominant in those corners it's anybody's race at this point it really like, is it has to be Valtteri's like, race I, like Max needs to like just just try and if it doesn't work it's fine they still next year do not like imagine this that like we've waited this this whole season for this to finish with the dnf it won't happen take on your manja what you not on mandela's not on mandela's planet not on mandela's not with anthony sun i hope anthony hamilton is at the last race like I said, mm. cool heads must prevail. At the end of the day, we want everyone back on the bus. We left with 20 children. We're coming back with everyone in one piece. And Michael Messi needs to make that very clear. There's no fighting that's going to be happening. And I hope that's the yeah. thing that even at the drivers, because uh, you know they have a driver's conference, at the team principal conference that is stressed, that nothing like that must happen. And anyone who's found to have deliberately hit somebody else is going to jail. Or attempted murder because that's what it is because somebody can be really die but anyway guys we can stay on this topic forever and ever and ever join us for the post race post race race final race debrief 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to us on Spotify, if you're watching us on YouTube, don't we look good, baby? <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. And don't rip us too much in the comments. Fix your hearts as well. And those of us with beautiful <laughs> hearts, I love us. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Bye.